Hello everyone, welcome back to another edition of High On Bears. I'm your host T Knight, along with your boy Black in the building. And we are joined with a special guest. Zoo say, say hi to everybody. Yo, yo, yo. Yo. So uh right now we're driving uh back from Bears training camp. Uh this is our first recording from uh you know talking about training camp and black how do you feel about training camp? Uh, so far from what I seen from training camp, we got a lot of injuries. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly speaking, I mean outside of the obvious, you know, quote unquote quarterback competition that's going on, I just noticed that we have a lot of injuries, you know, on the roster at the moment. And Zeus, how do you feel about training camp? biggest thing so far is just like what Black said, injuries, man. Yeah. Injuries all over the place. Uh, specifically on the O-line. got, I want to say, four-fifths of the, of the starting potential starting O-line. Missed at least all of or a portion of, you know, the, the session that we went to today. So, you know, the biggest key right now is getting the boys healthy, man. Yeah, that is exactly true. Uh, I mean, my thoughts, uh, I mean, just being there live, like, like you all said, uh, it, it pretty much wasn't really nothing to really go off of to like that move the needle as far as the season goes. But um, but y'all thoughts on the quarterback QB1 quote-unquote uh, competition? Who do y'all think is starting from uh, day one? Well, I'm going to hold firm with my stance where I think that Andy Dalton probably will be the starter week one. Although I do believe that um, that is a mistake, and that we should be starting Justin Fields week one. What about you, Zeus? Uh, if I had to put my money down right now, I'd probably say Dalton would be out there Sunday night against LA. Uh, and uh, me, I'm thinking that Dalton's going to get hurt at some point in the preseason. That way, it'll be an easy decision for uh, Nagy to make. But uh, but seeing him out there, do y'all really think that he could start? game one? I mean, personally, from what I saw in the training camp and from what I've been reading from um, different reports from, you know, previous training camp practices so far, he hasn't looked bad. Um, And honestly speaking, his performance so far from what I've been reading is the reason why Justin Fields hasn't been named, you know, day one starter um, so far to this point. What about you, Zeus? I think the the biggest biggest reason why it's hard to say is uh you know Andy Dalton is taking the big the big portion of you know the reps with the ones you know Justin going out there with the twos so it's hard to really say you know how he's doing you know going out there with the backups and with the backups on offense and going against the backups on defense so you know it's hard to gauge where he's at compared to Andy because Andy getting the reps with the ones if they somehow you know start to bring that that share down and split it somewhere closer to 50-50, you know, we'll be able to get a, a better gauge on where he's at, you know, transitioning, you know, from Ohio State and now, you know, here in Chicago. So, speaking of 50-50, uh, we do have a preseason game coming up next week. I think we already touched on it, uh, you know, during training camp. Uh, but for the record, uh, what do you think what's going to happen as far as the first first game? Uh, do you think Dalton's going to play the first series, first quarter, first half, and then your potential franchise quarterback get the rest of the game, or how do, how do you all think it's going to play out? 
well. Um, to kick it off, I do see Dalton maybe um, start maybe like a series or two, depending on how the first series goes. The first series is extremely sloppy, and you know they're not looking good, so to speak. I can definitely see Maggie giving them another series to try to clean it up. To, um, you know, um, give them a little bit more time out there on the field. But um, as far as like overall, I don't see Andy Dalton getting that much time uh, within that game. But I do see Justin Fields at least playing maybe a quarter and a half to two quarters. And then um, them finishing off with Nick Foles. What about you, Zeus? I think Dalton probably gives one series, two series tops. I think the rest of that first half goes to, to Justin. And then you throw Foles out there for the rest of the second half. See, well, my stance is that I think we are in a unique situation where Andy Dalton is not a the Pro Bowl and you Pro Bowl, uh, you know, quarterback that we're used to or from the past. And I think he needs to start about a good quarter. And then Justin Fields, maybe second quarter. And then what's, what, what's also unique is that uh, Nick Foles is a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Do you really want him to play a whole game, a whole half of a game? So, I mean, I think I think they, they play 50-50. Andy Dalton play maybe like a quarter, and then Justin Fields maybe a quarter. But I'm pretty sure the reason why we saw Doug Peterson, uh, you know, and, and and on the Bears practice fields to have an extra extra eyes to see what you know how they're going to evaluate the QB position. So uh, it's, it's going to be very very uh, interesting to see how things are going to transpire in the next two weeks or so. Um, one thing ultimately we will see as far as how long Dalton plays is by the end of next week before leading up to that game, how much of the offensive line is back. Yeah, so, I agree. I agree. Well, however much of that line is back, you'll see. If they're if they healthy and you can throw the ones out there for, for a full quarter, you might see Dalton out there for the full quarter. But, you know, if, if Daniels is still out and if Fetty is still out and uh, Tevin Jenkins, a.k.a. Chris Williams, is still out, then... <laughs> Then you you only gonna see him out there for a series, and then the twos will be out there with Justin. So I mean, we'll see. The, the, I mean, it's, it's definitely injuries is, is the is the key right now. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a unique situation right now. It's like uh, to me, I, I don't see Andy Dalton as a, as a protective value, <laughs> where you you know you have to protect your QB one from getting hurt first game, whatever. I don't see him like that. So uh, you know, hope for the best. You know, hopefully he doesn't get hurt. If he do, we definitely got to protect uh, Justin Fields until uh, week one. But uh, so, Black, do you still stand on your prediction, uh, 10 and 7, wild card um, spot? Yep. So, as far as season um, predictions go, my stance has not changed on that. I still do see us going um, at least 10 and 7 um, with a wild card spot. I just, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers coming back, they're definitely putting a thorn in our side again. I don't necessarily see us winning the division, but as long as we get a um, you know, one of those wild card spots, we still gonna be in a pretty good position. Yeah. Um, but as far as like, yeah, overall season predictions, yeah, I see them going ten to seven, wild card spot. And as far as postseason goes, I think they will get out the first round this year if they make the postseason. If they make the postseason, that's a big bold prediction. Uh, how about you, Zeus? I am the complete opposite. I got them going seven and ten. 
I think there's some winnable games in that first four, four or five game stretch. But the middle to the late part of the season is going to be tough. There's going to be some growing pains in there. Uh, hopefully towards the second half of the season, Justin can get out there, learn a little bit, and then by the time next year rolls around, hopefully we'll be looking at something closer to Black's you know, prediction. But I just don't see I don't, I don't see a, an above 500 team right now. Yeah. I, don't, I just don't see it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm right with you. Um, but I have two predictions, though. I think that if we start the season with Justin Fields, that we can be 8-9, 9-8, you know, basically the same 8-18 eight eight that we've been for the past two years. Because I don't think we got worse. And I don't think we got better. You know, much, much better than we, you know, 12-4 that we were uh, three seasons ago. But if we start the season with Andy Dalton and we complete the season with Andy Dalton, I see us as uh, five and 12. Cause I mean, as we saw in training camp today, I mean, Andy Dalton looked like he was trash <laughs> against second unit where he threw about three picks and almost seven picks. So, and that was just from what we could see, you know, and uh, and well, when let's we go saw, back to, to something you just said for a minute. You said they didn't get better, and they didn't get worse. Yep. But a big handful of the teams that you playing this year got better. That's true. Oh, yeah, that team you seen in to open up the, the, the season on Sunday night got better. Oh, yeah. They, Rams they, went out and got Matt Stafford. Uh, 49ers bringing a bunch of cats back that were, that, that were injured last year. They getting a big chunk of those guys back. Yep. You know, plus they drafted a quarterback that they plan on playing. So that's where I see it. So yeah, they, they didn't get better and they didn't get worse, but you can't stand still when everybody else around you get better. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So they don't get their wins against Detroit. They probably get a, get a win against Minnesota. You know, they'll beat Cincinnati probably. And then after that, everything else, you know, 17 games, they're probably going to be the underdog for at least 15 of them. Yeah. 14, 15 games, they're going to be the underdog. I don't see many games where they're going to be the favorite other than, you know, maybe Detroit. And um, me and Black, we went back and forth on this, and uh, they actually have nine road games, which is a, a disadvantage when it comes to just any sport. When you're on a road, you're, you know, you're likely to lose 30% of your games. And in the NFL, it probably uh, decreases – you know, because it's so hard to just travel, you know, from home games to, to to road games. And I think we have two road games out in the West Coast. And they always talk about the West Coast trips and how, you know, how much it, um, you know, weighs in your body and everything. But to have, actually we have three. I forgot about Vegas. We have three West Coast trips that we have to take this year. And to have nine road games all together, it's pretty, you know, it's pretty hard, pretty tough. I mean, we already had the fifth hardest schedule amongst all the NFL teams. And so, like I said, if we can get a spark from from anywhere, you know, from Justin Fields or whatever, I think that we can be on par to be, you know, a, a decent team. But Andy Dalton, like I said uh, in previous podcasts, that I don't think he's the, you know, the, the, the light in the uh, lighthouse or whatever, but I think that he's going to struggle immensely. So, um, and like I said, we saw it in training camp. We saw it with our own eyes. 
that the man was trash against the second unit defense. I just want to put that out there so we can rewind this back and we ain't got to go back and forth and no text messages or whatever. We've seen it with our own eyes. But um, one thing that you that, that you should keep in mind when thinking about the season and thinking about win-loss prediction is I saw a few days ago that the Bears have the second biggest disadvantage when it comes to the rest that the other team is getting coming into each game. That's true. So they're playing a lot of teams that are well-rested, coming off buys, coming off uh, a Thursday game, and then they play the Bears the next Sunday so they get – those extra few days of rest. And wow. So I was, yeah, I read that the other day that I forget who number one is, who got the biggest disadvantage, but the Bears are, they got the second biggest disadvantage in terms of, you know, totality with, with rest and, and the opponent and who they playing. So that's good. May not make a big, big difference, but it's something to think about. Yeah, that's good insight because, like I said, when you were referring to the rest and I was referring to, like, just traveling and having to go to the West Coast know a bunch of times I think three four times this year uh that that's definitely going to play a toll so uh but we'll see I mean we all bear fans we excited I mean if we weren't bear fans we wouldn't be coming back from training camp right now but you know we you know black is optimistic uh it seems it seems like Zeus you're you're in the middle and I'm more pessimistic so like I said uh I want Justin Fields to start uh, from day one, uh, I'm definitely getting the Justin Fields jersey, and you know, and we're gonna take it from there. Cause I'm, I'm, I already said that I think Justin Fields is our Derrick Rose. You know, that's a big bold statement to make, but I think he's our Derrick Rose in 2010. So I think this is the reincarnation as far as sports, sports-wise, as far as Chicago. This is our Derrick Rose. But uh, but I think that's that's all we have to report today, right? Well, I do have one quick question okay. for you guys. I mean, before we get off, um, who do you guys see as the biggest breakout player on our squad this year, offense or defense? Doesn't matter. Oh man, you already uh, saw that I was already conversing with him. <laughs> <laughs> I shouted him out in training camp, but I think Darnell Mooney has a chance to become a Pro Bowler. And you know, and you know, he pointed up to the sky, pointed towards towards me to, in the greens that I think he's going to make the Pro Bowl. Okay. What about you, Zeus? I give you one on both sides of the ball. I think offensively, he ain't going to win no awards, but somebody that's going to be key for them on offense, I think, is uh, Damian Williams. I think Damian Williams is going to play a big role, okay. backing up uh, David Montgomery, and then on defense, it's old man Robert Quinn. Okay. You know, are you going to show up? You got to do something to help Mac out on that other side, man. So yeah, we definitely talked about those, that. Those are two for me. Yeah, yeah we definitely talked about talked about Quinn. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna give you a play on both sides of the ball as well. Uh, offense, I'm gonna pick Cole Komet, tight end. Uh-huh. And just because, um, based on NFL history, with the tight end position, they always have their biggest breakout year in their second year in the um, within the NFL. And from seeing Cole Komet up close and personal, that motherfucker is big as hell and he's <laughs> a, a beast. Yeah. Like, man. Yeah. So I can definitely see him being that security, safety net type player on third and seven. You know, when you definitely need that first down or whatnot, 
being that mismatch player that Andy Dalton or Dustin Fields can chuck the ball up to and know that he's going to be a reliable target for them. Okay. Um, defensive side of the ball, I'm going to go Jalen Johnson. Wow. And I'm the only reason why I'm saying that he's going to have a breakout year because he kind of had a mini breakout year in his rookie season uh, being, you know, the number one um, rookie, um, I think, defensive back with, um, as far as, like, pass deflections go. Uh-huh. And um, he had, like, a real high PFF score, if I'm not mistaken, or a decent PFF score uh, amongst all rookies. Um, I'm picking Jalen Johnson to go um, – to be a breakout player for the Bears this year, and I'm picking him to – to um, pick up at least five picks. Oh, wow. At least five picks. He didn't have any last year. He had a lot of pass deflections, but I think he's going to turn a lot of those into um, actual interceptions. You think he's going to take over uh, what Kyle Fuller was for us? I think he's going to lock down that spot. And that's being very optimistic because Kyle Fuller, although he started to get burned a lot um, with the Bears, he was pretty reliable for us. He was a solid player. And you know he was going to bring it all every week and he would definitely lay the hit down on the motherfucker if you coming across that middle on him. Yeah. So um, I can definitely see him taking over and really locking down that um, CB1 spot. And, uh, well, I guess we should, I should have mentioned this earlier, uh, but an injury concern is uh, for me would be Mr. Bojack, Mr. Eddie, ja- uh, Eddie Jackson. Okay. Uh, just seeing him in, you know, in street clothes or, you know, non-athletic gear or pads or whatever, was kind of disappointed because uh, Zeus already mentioned earlier that he already robbed us. <laughs> but I think I think just having a, the last two seasons be like a down season, you know, and he changed his number. And he, he, he talked about, you know, redemption here. But I think that um, if he doesn't, you know, produce or stay injured, then that, that could be very concerning for our, you know, our, our safeties, you know. Because we're already going to have a new CB2, you know, you know, as far as the competition. But uh, but we, we no longer going to have Kyle Fuller, who's like the anchor of our, our defensive backs. And if we don't have Bojack, man, we're going to have a long season. Well, I mean, I, I like Bojack and everything like that. But I'm going to be honest, he's been outplayed by both of his counterparts the last couple seasons. I don't think we're in bad hands with Deshaun Gibson. Okay. Just being honest. That's my opinion. Gibson is savvy. He's a savvy vet, man. He's going he to do his job. It ain't going to be – it's not going to come with a lot of flash. But he's reliable. He's going to be out there for, you know, for 16 games. He may miss one here and then nicked up. But, you know, he's going to be out there for the majority of snaps. And he gonna, you know, he's going to be where he's supposed to be. So I really don't okay. – I'm never concerned about Gibson. He's he going to do his thing. And, and speaking yep. of CB2 – uh, I mean, we do have a, a little race growing, uh, but what are y'all thoughts about CB2? Um, as far as CB2 goes, if I had to put my money on somebody, I would say it's probably going to be Desmond Trufant, and that's um, really health dependent because he's been kind of um, in- injury prone, I would say, these past couple seasons, but um, nevertheless, he's still a solid bet when he's on that um, field. So, um, as much as I would love to see um, second-year man Kendall Fieldor lock down that spot, I can't say I'm the most confident in him at this point in time, just considering the fact that he was getting his ass burnt a lot out there last year when he was thrust into um, action. Although he did kind of hold his own in some games, more games than not, he was out there getting his ass burnt. So, um, 
Yeah. If I had to put my money on anybody, I think it would probably be true fun. What about you, Zeus? Yeah. Right there with Black. Uh, the Bears, you know, their coaching staff speaks, you know, very highly of uh, Vildor. I feel like they want him to take that spot. But, you know, you can never, you know, count out you know, somebody like Desmond Trufant who's been in the league a long time. You know, he's a vet. Uh, he knows the speed of the game. You know, you know, you know what to expect, you know, with guys like that. But, you know, is he going to... Is he going to be healthy enough to get on the field? So, you know, hopefully he gets out there. If not, I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if you see him, you know, being one of those uh, one of those cuts, you know, at the end of the preseason, just, you know, is he, are you going to be available, you know, to get out there on the field? So I'm right there with Black. I would expect it to be uh, to be true fine if he's healthy. But if not, I think the obvious choice after that would probably be Vildor. Well, I would go Vildorn because second season, uh, he's probably right there with, uh, you know, Eddie Jackson as far as redemption. Uh, I think he needs a lot to prove. Uh, also, you know, when it, when it comes to young, hungry players, you know, the one thing that probably motivates them the most is that money. You know, and I'm pretty sure he wants to prove himself that he can, he can be that guy that could probably make 30, 40 million or whatever. And he's hungry and he already know the system. And I'm I'm just gonna go Vildor, and plus you know, uh, you know you want to take an old vet uh, position. <laughs> you know this is a young man's game, but you know it could also sw- uh, swing back to the old man's game. But it just depends. But I like Vildor though. Uh, he got speed. I like his speed. But like I said, he, he got to stop getting burnt. But I think that comes with you know just like y'all said. The, the speed of the game, knowing the speed of the game. So, if he get that year two, it's over with for Mr. True Fight. He's going to be a coach <laughs> on the sidelines, coaching Vildor, or come in when Vildor needs rest. But uh, but I think that's all we have, gentlemen, right? That was a good, successful uh, podcast. Uh, usually, we will tell you that we're, you know, what we're drinking on or what we smoking on, but since we're driving, you know, those activities are illegal right now. Quote, unquote. Quote, unquote. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but that'll, that'll do it. We'll wrap it up. I'm your host, Black, uh, T-Knight, Black, and Zeus. And yes, we'll, we'll uh, somehow come together and have, uh, you know, our thoughts on first preseason game next week. And we'll try to get y'all some more episodes as we go. Peace, everybody. Check y'all later.